0: At LuckyLandSlots.com
1: Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 Terms and conditions. Supply. Heart and Hand is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This season we have teamed up with Ladbrokes and we'll be bringing you plenty of specials. Our first is bet £5, get £20. This means if you deposit £5, Ladbrokes will add another £20 to your account. As a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.ibroxrocks.com. That's bet.ibrocksrocks.com. We'll be tweeting this bet £5, get £20 link, adding it on our Facebook, and we've put it in the description of this podcast too. Welcome to Heart and Hand Extra. My name is David Edgar, I'm your host, and joining me this week for his debut on the weekend preview show is favourite son of the flagship show, the, the East Coast Lothario, Mr Cameron James Bell. How are you doing, my man?
0: I'm good, David. A little bit of extra... For for a change, I'm so pleased. Normally I'm left <laughs> uh, insufficient, but now I'm given extra.
1: Yeah, you used to be just a substitute, and now look at your first team. You know you've made this berth your own. You are a shining example to the Jason Holtz and the Declan Johns of the of the Rangers squad. That that what you can do with hard work, dedication, and availability.
0: Correct. Just call me Ryan Hardy. Yes.
1: <laughs> the only thing that made me laugh there is like Ryan Hardy's built like a whippet, and you're not, but uh, uh, yeah, the contrast was good. Anyway Cammie, International Week uh fortnight now, uh, as it is and it's over and I, I noticed from social media that you probably weren't sad to see the back of it.
0: No, I don't think if you're a real football fan that you enjoy international football, cause it's shit and in actual fact let's just get back to, to doing what we love week in, week out and uh, and actually really enjoying proper, decent football in a competitive level.
1: I think if you follow, uh, I think if you look at the England game the other night, a lot of the flags you see tend to be um, England and a club team, and it's generally a League One or League Two side. So you tended to see that maybe this is their taste of the big glamour, ties which i understand and there's obviously a massive element of that with with the scotland support as well so i think for those guys it's great it's something to look forward to if you support a big club maybe not so much because you really i'm a you know i'm i'm a rangers and nobody else you know the, the old joke i'm rangers and rangers reserves i don't even care how the reserves get on um so for me you're right it just you wait all summer for the season to get going as you say, what what I consider as well proper football and, and you know, I, uh, please forgive me any traditionalists. And then it comes back after three weeks, it gets interrupted again and it, it's frustrating. It sort of feels like we were just getting back into rhythm and then it's not been ideal for us as well after a victory.
0: No, it's not. And it, it broke up the momentum slightly for us. But I think you're right and what's really interesting is actually, and it's a little bit more of a microcosm in Scotland because you can see some of the smaller clubs and by that I mean anyone outside of Dolphin uh, will follow Scotland quite closely. Rangers fans, I think the majority, I think that's a little bit of a dying breed now in terms of those that were really, really passionate about Scotland albeit we certainly do have still quite a few left and obviously most Celtic fans couldn't give two fucks about Scotland because they'll rather support the Republic of Ireland. So yeah, you're right and I think that uh, It's been a little bit Of a kind of teeter To the start of the the season I would prefer now To go full tilt Into the Into the the Decent boys stuff And and actually get some Decent club football Under our belts And hopefully uh, Continue that momentum Despite the interruption
1: Yeah big run of games Coming up obviously And uh, we kick off With the return tie brooks Of Two, you you brought up one of them um, to me before the before the match, but uh, two people who have a bit of history with Rangers, and uh, on the one hand, it's someone who will be guaranteed a warm welcome pretty much any time he ever ventures down Ibrox way, and Neil McCann, and on the other hand, uh, it's someone who probably won't get the same reaction in Scott Allen
0: Yes, um, I'll be interested to see if. if- Neil plays Scott Allen. I think, to be honest with you, you probably will because um, I think Neil is very sensible and very balanced in terms of some of the stuff that he does. Which uh, actually, I think, it's why he left um, the the hordes of the dark side and actually came across to. Uh, to the righteous, because as I say, despite his previous leanings, he is definitely now, in my opinion, very much ingrained The Rangers man.
1: Absolutely.
0: Very so I think, he'll, I
1: think he'll play.
0: I think he'll play his best team, and I think uh, Scott Allen will be part of that because he's he's featured for him already since the start of the season. Um, I, I'm I'm really mixed about what we do about Scott Allen. I don't know if I hate him or if I really hate him. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, despite Probably advice that he should have received. He's made a lot of very, very poor decisions, um, and I think that, as I say, we won't be shy in reminding him of that. And Saturday no, he'll get
1: a bit of abuse. I, 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 the guys a Low Mark. I mean, he has. We, we, we could have used them in the season when we were about to try and get promotion out of the championship. But he's not a Rangers in the Premier League level player. He's certainly not a second season Rangers in the Premier League player. So uh, it was a shame he decided to do what he did. I hope he made a lot of money from it because it's quite a that it's absolutely jiggered the boy's career. And uh, there's it, a shame. It is. A, it's a shame for him. But it's not in a way. I mean, I'm saying it's a shame. It's not because he made the decision. He wasn't forced to do it. He decided to do it. It was obvious to everyone. You you. You know, you had the girl from the Lionel Richie video was gone. they don't actually want you. Um, But uh, he (laughs) he, he chose to do it. And fair enough. And he's now at a level which realistically is probably more what he is. Now, Dundee haven't done well this season. They're sitting 11th with one point from the opening four games. Now, Neil McCann... Surprised a lot of people and I think showed, you know, a lot of balls, which anyone who'd watched them at Ibrox knew that for a wee guy, a winger, he, he was certainly scrappy and to to leave the kind of comfy environs of Sky where he'd a good gig, you know, he did the, the Sky Live matches but he would also do commentary for them every week as you know Sky cover um every match and send, send commentators out to every EPL match, um, for their their on demand show. And Neil McCann was one of them so he had a really good gig there. And he left it temporarily to go to to go to Dundee, and unlike say Alan Shearer or even Gary Neville, was a success in that he kept them up. Um, and then stepped down. Dundee started a search for a manager, but then rather quickly it all turned around, and he was back full time, giving up the Sky job. A very brave decision. Does it speak to the fact that Neil McCann? Doesn't see himself as a pundit and really wants to be a manager. uh, Going for you, he wants to make this his main career.
0: I think. I think what it does is it speaks a lot about his integrity as a person. If I'm being perfectly honest, sometimes whenever you see some of the punditry shows on Sky, you'll usually see an out of work manager who has been put on there by his agent to get him back into the limelight to get him into consideration for when a job opportunity comes up and as soon as it comes up and he gets it he buggers off and McCann is actually quite the opposite of that and what, what it appears to have been the case is because you're right he did have a, a, a good job on Sky and actually unlike some Sky commentators um, within the Rangers fan base he was actually really well respected and I'll come back on to that point in a minute what, what I think he saw within Dundee was it wasn't the case that he felt as if it was a good opportunity for him. He could have taken the plaudits for keeping them up and then potentially used that as a springboard into a job at a bigger club. I think what he's actually seen in there, the, the environment is right for him, the setup is right for him. He obviously is comfortable within that culture at that club. And there's a certain element as well where I think that he's quite honest with himself. I think he wants to be able to truly test himself and... Um, which again does speak a lot about his integrity, and I think actually matches some of of, of his discipline when he was a player. That he knew that he could perform at higher levels, but he had to he had to to use an old phrase. He had to kind of make his bones when he was doing it. And Dundee's a good opportunity for him to do that. So I think, like you say, he's, um, he's he. I wish him a lot of personal success. I, I, I think that Neil McCann Neil McCann resonates really well with Rangers fans because. Rangers fans don't want a pundit who is going to be totally biased towards Rangers. Not not interested in it. If you look at idiots, let's call them um, Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton plays the, a, a game that he knows that certain people will lap up because he wants to have a go and he uses a fan base to be able to do that. And that's where he gets a degree of sensationalism. And Neil McCann's not looking for any of that. He actually does his job really, really well as a pundit, puts across really good views and and he's had plenty of opportunities to do it. When he's seen Rangers being shite, he has called us shite. When he's actually called out great periods of play and great performances, he's done that too. And that's actually what you want from a really good pundit. So there's a part of me that actually will miss him from that aspect of it. But I think that he'll do really well at Dundee. I think he, he is definitely committed to that place.
1: Well I hope he does well and I I don't know a single Rangers fan who doesn't um, But obviously not starting this weekend Now they they came off a decent result considering where they were They got the first point on the board by getting a draw with Hibs We of course coming off the 3-1 away win at Ross County Where there were some very good things and some very bad things in that performance Going into the match on Saturday then um, appears that the, the squad is fit And one arrival in the transfer window which is Declan John um, Elton, as he's going to be known on the show. Uh, he arrived on loan to the end of the season from Cardiff City. Cap for Wales, a few appearances for Cardiff in the top flight when they were up there. Seems to have lost his way a little bit in the last couple of years. Um, very much an unknown quantity. I haven't seen him play, or if I have, I can't remember it. So for me to to comment on him would be a little bit much. Apparently, strengths are getting forward, getting the ball into the box. It does appear that he's a cover signing. I don't think anyone sees him coming in and taking Lee Wallace's position straight away. Were you a little disappointed that the last few days of the transfer window, that was the only business we managed to conclude with obviously the Jamie Walker deal not being able to, to get pushed over the line?
0: Um, so I was a bit conflicted by it. Um, I was disappointed with the fact that we, we, we ha- have identified through a number of different media whether it's on social media, on Mark's site, on this podcast, that actually we felt there was specific areas that we wanted to strengthen, and um, one being full back, one being left back, yeah, and one, yeah, I agree with that. But then I think that we also spoke at length as well about um, being able to remove Wallace from that position is going to be harder said than done. However, I'm pleased in the fact that we have brought in cover. I think Elton is looking to be able to get more game time which if he proves himself he will get Yeah. Um, and the second thing is that regarding the Walker deal I'm actually quite pleased that we didn't get our pants pulled down over the price of him because there was things getting banded about like money plus Jason Holt etc um, and I've I mean I've, I've lost count of the times that we've kind of said about it before but actually we needed to have successful transfer signing windows but we had to buy the right player not just a whole quantity of players and the quality was potentially suspect so I'm quite pleased that we were we were quite prudent with that deal and actually if we were to be a little bit more pragmatic with our signings then good because in actual fact I think that we have bought in um, a good number of players because we've seen obviously players leave and as a result of that I uh, you know, I think it's good business for the start of the season. When we get to the, the 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 transfer window in January, then maybe that has to be readdressed. And how we play football over the next couple of months is certainly going to give us pointers towards that.
1: Now, the one of the main things coming out of the last match is no Josh Windass; he's not going to be ready for Saturday either. So, you then look at who's going to come in and play. I I think we'll play the same formation. I think it will be the four four two. I don't think there'll be a lot of of changes in the side, but. On the left, um, and it may be a case that he, he plays uh, Elton or as a left midfielder. I don't know if that's something that the, the guy's done previously or not, but it could be an option. Um, apparently, does like to get forward, get the ball into the box, so um, that 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 could be a, a first team debut um, for the Rocket Man. But the other options that that appear to be there are Cranshaw, who did not look fit enough to be a a, a full-time Premier League footballer at the moment. By that, what I mean is a 90-minute every-game guy. He faded terribly after 45 minutes, and to the point where he looked absolutely shattered when he was eventually substituted. Would this be the time then that we might finally get to see Peña, who did did well when he came on, but looked woefully short of match fitness? Not unfit, which I think people have tried uh, erroneously to claim, but did look you could see what what he was about You could see what he wanted to do He made several good runs But you could see that he just didn't have the sharpness The speed of thought And that will only come surely with playing games
0: It will And I think What will be interesting to me Will be how McCann Wants to set up the team On Saturday Whether or not he wants to maybe Go a little bit more defensive And hit the break Which you know We've seen time and time again, but actually, I don't think that that will speak to his true nature of being able to go out and attack and play expressive football, which he did as a player. What might be the, the kind of middle ground within that is to probably start Crancher, but I would give Pena a bring him on as a sub because actually, I think he'll get a very good reception at home. Um, I, I don't personally speaking, it feels a little bit to me like the games. A little bit too early for Elton. Um, he may feature as a sub within that, within that, potentially within that dynamic. So it's an option for for Pedro to think about. Um, for safety, I would say let's start Cranchard. But you're right; the guy's not fit, and I don't know why he's not fit because he said had plenty of time to consider it. But um, he he's not fit, and I think that we can't get any more than than at the absolute maximum sixty minutes out of him. Um, so we could start him and then potentially cease to come in. The, the problem with this, though, that and and this is, this is where I don't like the idea of being able to try and use Crancher on the flank, is because he can pass the ball brilliantly, I think he does that better from a central position. Um, and whether or not we have to, to seriously consider even potentially all of the crosses coming from Herrera, I don't see. I don't know if Cantra can do that as effectively. So that might mean that potentially he sits and Wallace overlaps, and Wallace looks to be able to try and put in some some decent crosses, which, which at times he can do, but not consistently enough for my liking. So um, there's definitely there's definitely some um, some manoeuvrability around that kind of side of the team.
1: What for me has become clear and was starkly illustrated uh, in Dingwall was. This Rangers team is, is already showing signs of having a vastly improved spine, but also them becoming the key players for us. And in that, what I mean is the goalkeeper, obviously, will be a key player in any side, followed by Alves in front of him, followed by Ryan Jack in front of him, followed by Morelos up front. And those four, I think, are the key to victory in the vast majority of our matches, I have a suspicion that if we have those four playing well, more often than not we'll come out on top, certainly against a team with no disrespect of Dundee's form and level in the league.
0: I would I would like to be able to, yeah, so I agree, and that, that spine is there. Um, Morelos actually, I mean, uh, the, se- the second goal, and the, the, the keeper gaffe aside, Morelos played very well in that game in terms of the amount of work and shift that he put in which I think um, is brilliant to see but actually getting goals for him will do nothing but just continues confidence and continuous confidence. I would love to be able to try and actually get replicate that, that performance at home um, and what I would like us to be able to see, because we, we spoke obviously about the, the, the break in momentum because of the international league, and obviously we're about to play Thistle twice after we play um, Dundee, is actually get a great result at home, but really kind of go in for the kill. So if Morelos can get a couple of goals within that, great. If anyone else pops up, to get goals too, fantastic. But I, I would really like to be able to try and see I mean, a really resounding performance at Ibrox and Salmon.
1: Well, when we get to this part of the pod, that's good, because we will be coming to you for your prediction and how people should uh, use their Ladbrokes betting this weekend. So I think that it's going to be pissing with rain. It's going to be very similar to the Hearts match. I think Dundee will line up defensively. Not as defensively as Hearts, but defensively. However, I think we've played slightly better or showed signs of it. I am going to go for Rangers winning 2-0 and uh apart from my usual bet of bruno for first goal or to score at any time i'm also going to suggest uh as for first goal or to score at any time on saturday ryan jack i fancy him to pop up with one uh your other bet may be morelis to score more than one so those would be my tips cameron if you were to be placing a bet at your uh in your lad brooks account who would you be going for or what would you be going for
0: uh, so in my Ladbrokes account Actually I'm, I'm a bit gutted Because I was going to pick Jack to score at any time as well So I'm going to have to rejig that strategy um, I will say Wallace to score at any time
1: That's usually about 16s so That's not a bad shout
0: Well, um, well uh,
1: any times about 4 But uh, yeah. he's generally 16s to open the scoring
0: First goal scorer I, I'm I'm going to say Mirelos, I'm going to play that one a little bit safe um, 10 to and, 3
1: He's currently quoted that.
0: Right. Okay. Um, and what else do you want, two or more?
1: No, no. Just what? Uh, if that's your bets, I mean, you got a score prediction.
0: A score prediction. I am going to go for four one.
1: I hope you are correct Uh, Right right then folks Well as I say That's uh, our bets That's what we'll be doing You can go to our sponsors Ladbrokes The link is in the description To the show And uh, you'll be able to to Go and get a bet there Also Saturday If you're going along to the game As we all are Then uh, remember Our our friends at the Loudoun Tavern It's your your Rangers boozer. use it or lose it and are uh, good people in there very kind to us all the time, and we would recommend that you go in there before the match and after it, hopefully celebrating a famous victory. Cami, thank you for joining us.
0: A pleasure as always, David.
1: I'll thank our executive producers in London, Mr. Mike Lee, Mr. Paul Miles. You can get in touch with us by searching for Heart and Hand, the Rangers podcast on Facebook, or you can follow me. I'm at Ibrox Rocks. Cami is. Uh, beat that, beat! And you can congratulate us or tell us that we're numpties, given how this turns out. That's one of the the good things you have over us is that we sort of have to tell you what we think, and then you do it, and then you can say, "Ah, I knew you were talking shite After it, after it's happened. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and I will talk to you again on Monday. <laughs> Heart and Hand is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday.